Hello, hello, and welcome back to another Fluently Forward podcast episode. I am, I'm really excited for today's episode, guys, because as you can probably see from the title, we are talking about Gossip Girl, and I think that I want to start kind of like a new series because I'm thinking, okay, how am I going to do all these blinds? Should I do them on a particular person? Should I do it on a relationship? Um, I was recently tagged in an Instagram story about the podcast Beyond the Blinds, um, so I just want to shout them out. I know that you know if you're looking for like other similar content to listen to, I listened to them, also Celebrity Memoir Book Club, and both Celebrity Memoir Book Club and Beyond the Blinds, they have these Patreon episodes. I'm subscribed to both of their Patreon episodes. So, so good, but I think it's interesting the way they break it up. Celebrity memoirs will be like, we're talking about a bunch of people on one episode, and then Beyond the Blinds will be like, we're going over these two couples. And I was thinking, okay, how do I do it different? Like, I don't want to copy anyone. So that was in my mind, and then I also binged the fuck out of You on Netflix with Penn Badgley, and I was like, the whole time, I'm like, what is Penn Badgley up to right now? Like, I would love to dig into some blinds on him, and then I was like, actually, I kind of want to know about everyone from Gossip Girl. So today we are going to be going over all of the different blinds about the cast of Gossip Girl, and I also found out a new way to look at multiple different blinds. So this, I think, is going to be a pretty beefy episode, also because these are pretty beefy celebrities. So just to go over the people that we have, we have Penn Badgley, who played Dan Humphrey. There's not too much on him. We have Ed Westwick, who played Chuck Bass. There's a lot on him. We have Chase Crawford, who played Nate Archibald, a medium-sized amount on him. We have Blake Lively, who played the Serena Vanderwoodson, there is so much stuff on her. Um, and then we have Leighton Meester, who played uh, Blair Waldorf. Only a little bit about her. Taylor Momsen, who played Jenny Humphrey. A tiny bit about her. And then I got like some stuff on Georgina, because I'm like, she was in the show too, so she counts. So we are going to get into it celebrity by celebrity, character by character. And real quick before that happens, I just want to say that I recently discovered that if you go into Apple Podcasts, you can see like who rates and reviews your show. And I'm such a noob, I thought nobody was doing that because I thought surely I would get an email notification or something, and I guess you don't. But 37 different people have all rated the show five stars and sent like these very, very nice messages. I am I'm a creep, so I'm like screenshotting them and like printing them out on my wall. So I just wanted to say a mass thank you so 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 much to anyone who did that it um like i actually sit in the morning and i like read them to myself with a coffee and i smile so thank you so much so what i first want to do is just kind of give some like gossip girl tea before i talk about celebrity tea in particular so anyone who watched the iconic show gossip girl which by the way how good was that show? I remember visiting, I was in high school and I visited my sister in college and we watched the first episode like on her lofted bed together on her MacBook. And I remember coming away and being like, that is the hottest, most scandalous show I've like ever seen in my life. And now of course, I think you have people who are like actually fucking in reality TV shows, right? I've never seen Big Brother, but I think that happens. Anyway, but Gossip Girl was really iconic. It was a very trailblazing show and it still holds up today. Like it is still pushing the boundaries and people are still referencing it today. Sorry about that. That is a little bit of Gossip Girl for you. They don't mention it in the TV show, but the horns, they do honk. <laughs> 
and you do hear them through your apartment walls. Okay, so general tea. So Blake Lively and Penn Badgley actually dated each other for the first two seasons of Gossip Girl. Um, Also, Ed and Jessica, this would be Chuck's character and Vanessa's character, they also dated. And the reason that she was even on the show or like had a big role was because she was dating Ed's uh, Ed or Chuck's character. So she wasn't supposed to have that big of a role on the show as Vanessa. Honestly, I don't think she should have because I think we all hated Vanessa. But because they were dating, she did. But then after they broke up, she was kind of like booted off the show. And apparently, I'll get into this later, but allegedly, as Beyond the Blinds would say, everything from here on out is alleged, um, she cheated on Ed with a producer of the show. And that was why she got kicked off. Uh, this was like a random thing. Apparently, Blake Lively bought Penn Badgley his first um, iPhone during the show, which I think just goes back to the time. Like, remember when people had the very first iPhone? The show was like, the show was so, so early. And um, Chase Crawford and Ed Westwick lived together for the first season, which is funny. I feel like that's very Nate Archibald and Chuck Bass of them. And um, we all kind of wondered what happened to Jenny's character. So Taylor Momsen was actually written off the show to do music. And I'm not sure if anyone else paid attention to it like I did. I remember she was in Gossip Girl. Her character was like so cute in the first couple of seasons. And then she went all like emo, punk, rocker chick, completely different you know, character and angle on the show. And everybody was like, what's going on? And she started this band called the pretty reckless and their songs were very emo. Like I remember listening to it in high school and being like, this girl gets me (laughs) because the songs were all like, this makes me want to die. I, life is not worth living. Just very angsty stuff. But if you head over to her Instagram right now, it's kind of a trip because she's been doing the same shtick for the last eight years. So like I guess I can't even call it a shtick. Honestly, good for her. She's still wearing like black fishnets, crazy black eye makeup, black like latex dresses, very like sexy punk emo girl. So I guess what she found what she likes and she stuck with it. So anyway, let's get into the individual blinds. Now for individuals, I want to start with the most boring celebrities and then work my way up to the most scandalous. So we're first going to start with Penn Badgley. Unlike his character in You, he doesn't really seem to be that creepy or problematic. There were really only two blinds that I could dig up about him. So Penn Badgley got married to a woman named Domino Kirk. I'm not sure who she is until I started looking it up, but they got married in 2017. They have a son together named James. She is an English American singer and actress from Westminster, London. And she is actually a trained healthcare professional known as a doula, which I think helps women when they're pregnant. And she co-founded a business called Carriage House Birth, which provides that doula services. So anything with like childbirth education or I think delivering, newborn care, feeding, all of that. And both of her sisters are actresses. So I'm guessing that's how she and Penn met. So they've been married for four years, although there is a blind about him cheating on her. So this blind says, another newlywed not so happy is this B-list, mostly TV actor, Penn Badgley, who is waiting patiently for his almost network hit to come back from a reboot. So this was a couple years ago when people thought that Gossip Girl was going to do a reboot with the original characters. And apparently that didn't happen because Blake Lively didn't want it to, and they kind of needed her for it. Um, Anyway, so he's not that happy in his marriage early on. And it says he has been hooking up with his 
B-plus list actress X on a fairly regular basis since she split with her boyfriend, and that's Zoe Kravitz. So allegedly, a couple years ago, he was cheating on his wife with Zoe Kravitz. So that's one blind on him. And then the other blind that we have is very, very alleged. Um, everyone on Dumois thought that this was about Penn Badgley. And it was a blind about how... He was at a restaurant with a bunch of his friends and Penn Badgley had like a full on seizure in the restaurant and everybody at the restaurant was nervous, but his friends were like, no, 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 it's no big deal. He just had too many edibles and they took him out to his car and stuck him in the car for him to sleep it off. And then he came back into the restaurant like normal and everyone was like, yeah, this happens. It's no big deal. So I searched high and low and I could really only find him cheating on his wife early after his marriage and him being a pretty big pothead, which in, I don't know, in my opinion, in the world of Hollywood, I'm going to say not that bad. So let's move on to the next celebrity who doesn't have too much stuff going on about him, but enough to be mentioned. Next, we're going to talk about Chase Crawford, aka Nathaniel Archibald. So he has been dating an American actress named Rebecca Rittenhouse on and off since the mid 2010 kind of era. So she, I've never seen anything that she's in, but apparently she was in an ABC primetime soap opera called Blood and Oil. And then she also played the role of one of the doctors um, on the Mindy Project. She's like this pretty blonde woman. So she's been kind of dating him on and off. Um, They quarantined together. I think they were like spent some time together in Italy. They both have a dog together. So it seems like it's pretty serious. But what I found interesting were a lot of different blind items about Chase Crawford yachting. And normally whenever you see yachting blinds, they're associated with women and For anyone who isn't familiar with the blind item world and doesn't know what yachting is, let me paint a picture for you. You are on Instagram. You see this actress or this Instagram model, and they're always on a yacht in the middle of somewhere, sometimes usually in the Middle East, and they are just on this gorgeous yacht with all of this free-flowing booze, and you're just like, hmm, what's going on? Like, why are they always... Why are they always on going on these like yacht vacations? Must be nice to be a rich person. Now, if you see someone on a yacht, it doesn't always mean that they are a type of prostitute, but sometimes it does. And yachting is a term for people who will be like these kind of B-level actresses who, you know, they aren't really getting these big roles, but they have enough name recognition to get something else. And what that is, is usually people will pay them to go on vacation with them And then, you know, the assumption there is that you're going to be having sex. You know how people at like our financial level is like you can pay a celebrity for a cameo and they'll do like a little birthday shout out for like a hundred bucks for like a video for you for 30 seconds. I guess this is just like the super, super rich and leads version of like a cameo. There's some celebrities who are just rumored to have been doing this a lot in the past. Lindsay Lohan is one. Nina Dobrev is another. I could do, and maybe I will, an entire episode on this whole concept of yachting, but just keep that in mind for these blinds about Chase Crawford. So we have one that says here, this illiterate former A-list mostly TV actor, Chase Crawford, is one of the few same-sex yachters out there. Most of the time, he does threesomes or partner swapping with a woman he has worked with for a long time, and that is about Chase and his girlfriend, Rebecca Rittenhouse. So a lot of the blinds that I saw about Chase kind of alluded to him being bi, which, you know, bi power, welcome to the club. Um, but there was also another one that I saw, and this is about Bradley Cooper, and I don't want to give away 
my sources, but let's just say I have heard from multiple people that it's pretty well known in the industry that Bradley Cooper is gay. So this blind says, which supposedly straight star, Chase, kept talking up hot women at the Vanity Fair Bloomberg party in DC on Saturday night while his rumored boyfriend remained close by his side. So it's basically alleging that Chase Crawford and Bradley Cooper were an item for a bit. And those were kind of mostly the blinds about Chase. So Penn, Chase, way to go. Well, actually not Penn, because you cheated on your wife, allegedly. But Chase, it's like, yeah, if you're hot in Hollywood, I could see um, this being a pretty easy way to make some money. It is allegedly prostitution. That being said, secure the bag. Okay. Up next, we're going to talk about Taylor Momsen, who played Jenny Humphrey on the show. And the blinds about her are pretty intense um, and definitely pretty sad. So Taylor Momsen came to the industry very, very young. She was obviously the youngest one on the show, I think by eight or like 10 years than all of her other co-stars because she was playing Dan's younger sister. But she also got her start very early in the industry. She actually played Cindy Lou Who in The Grinch. Um, You might, I don't know if you would recognize her from that movie, but she started out as a child actress. Most of the blinds about Taylor were about her drug use, using drugs throughout the show, having really, really bad drug use by the end of the show to a point where she couldn't even remember her lines, like she could barely even remember eight lines and she was just really hard to work with. Obviously, she did end up quitting the show to do music. I actually think it's pretty cool of the show to be like, you know what, your heart isn't into this, you really want to do music, you've said that you want out will find a way to write you off of the show. That being said, I don't know if it worked that way. Maybe she got screwed on the way out. Um, but it, to me, I think that it's pretty nice to like write a character off of the show rather than forcing them to have a job that they don't want to have. So the blinds about Taylor Momsen, some of them are kind of similar to the ones about Lee and Meester, who we'll cover next, but it's about her mom not being that great of a person. There were a bunch of blinds about her mom just being one of those moms in Hollywood where like they're trying to wring every inch out of their daughter, which I grew up with like the best mom ever. I really cannot fathom a mom doing that to their child, but here we are, it is Hollywood. There was one specific blind that I was reading saying that Taylor Momsen's mom came into this like designer boutique store and she had Taylor's credit cards with her and she made this big show of checking out all of these clothes and being like, oh my God, these are gonna look so great on Taylor. She's gonna be so excited to wear this. And then she went to pay for it with Taylor's credit card, not her own. And she didn't have any ID because you know the credit card wasn't hers. So apparently somebody at the store told the cashier, like, hey, just let it slide because, like, this person's important. And then the mom was paparazzied um, later on throughout the month, and all of the clothes she was wearing were ones that she bought. So, like, she definitely wasn't buying clothes for Taylor. She was just using Taylor's money to buy clothes for herself. Now, there was a very interesting blind about Taylor Momsen and Lindsay Lohan, who, like, in the Venn diagram of celebrities interacting with each other, at first I was like, this is so random. I can't believe this one. Like, it's just so weird that they would get together. But then I was thinking about it and I was actually, wait, like these girls are both, you know, young girls who came into the entertainment industry as child actresses, ended up having problems with drugs, ended up kind of not really having much of an acting career afterwards. They both had a career in music. Does anyone else remember the song Rumors by Lindsay Lohan? I used to dance around in my room in high school in front of the mirror, like a total stripper to that song i thought it was like the hottest song i'd pretend the paparazzi was like chasing me (laughs) just like the music video anyway let's get into the blind um 
I'm just going to sub in the like riddles for the actual names. So this blind says, it was one night. One night these two actresses spent together. They should make a movie about this night. Each of the two have been on a downward spiral never seen before since that night. One is a frequent guest to the spot, which is Lindsay Lohan. And the other, which is Taylor Momsen, has been a guest in the spot before. One night a few years ago, when they were both at their most recent high peak, the two ran into each other at a fashion week show. They sat next to each other, they clicked, and they ended up spending the next 18 hours together. The younger of the two, which would be Taylor, introduced her new friend to heroin. Not shooting up, just snorting it. Which, this is a side note, I have seen so many blinds about celebrities doing heroin, and then they always say, but snorting it, not shooting it up. I am like, not... I don't know about drugs, so I don't know what the difference is. Anyway, that's that's a point for another time. Okay, so they're snorting heroin. Then it says, the more famous of our pair, Lindsay Lohan, didn't want to do anything with needles. The younger, Taylor, has a couple of permanent scars from using needles, which, by the way, I headed over to Google Images and crawled through trying to see if that was true, and it is. So our older actress, Lindsay, loved snorting it. She did it nonstop all night and tried to show her thanks by making moves on Taylor, who wanted no part of any female loving that night. But she did let herself be set up by Lindsay with a guy who was three times her age and ended up buying all of the drugs that night and the suite at the hotel that they used. Since that night, both of our stars have been to rehab several times. They've watched their careers evaporate. They found a new level of drug use that no one thought they could reach. The younger one has overdosed twice since that night, which is really, really sad. And then we have one more blind about Taylor's drug use saying, the award for most meth use in a single three-day weekend goes to this former Gossip Girl actress who was smoking when she made plans to meet her friend for dinner right after the bowl she was smoking and was still smoking yesterday afternoon when the friend came over in person to check up on her. There were also some blinds that, I don't know if anyone remembers this, but Arnie Hammer was a guest star on Gossip Girl a couple times, and he was, like, weirdly and pretty obviously written off of the show. Like, it was an episode where they were like, this guy's dating Serena, and then one day they were just like, and he went back to Europe. He's not here anymore. He's not going to be in the city. And I remember initially there were some people saying he got kicked off because he was hitting on Taylor Momsen, who was so young at the time, and he was also doing drugs with her. But then as I continued crawling through more blind items, it seems like there was actually a different reason he was kicked off the show, which I will talk about when we get to the blinds about Blake Lively. All right. Also, just a quick little break here. I wanted to tell you about something, and they are blue light glasses. That's right, guys. We've got a little ad today. So if you're ever wondering about blue light glasses, I was for a long time. I spend too much time on my screen. Like, I look at my screen time, and I'm like, this is offensive. I have a job. I don't know how I was able to spend six hours on TikTok. That being said, I do feel a difference with blue light glasses. I kind of thought that they might be fake. I think a lot of things are fake. And I ordered some cheap ones off of Amazon and they smelled horrible and they didn't work. So then I was like, exactly, they're fake. Then I was sent a pair of these ones from uh, These Glasses. They're on Instagram as just at These Glasses. And by the way, if you're curious about getting some, you can use the code TikTok for, I think, 15% off. I have these like very chic blue ones that I wear in some of my videos. Just wanted to say, if you also feel your eyes straining, like I also experience dry eyes. Sometimes if I am on the screen too much, my eyes actually water and hurt. 
head to these glasses, give them a try. I feel so much better when I wear them, and I'm very excited that we're able to uh, share the code with you today. So at these glasses, code TikTok for 15% off, and now we will get back into the podcast. All right, now let's move on to some blind items about Blair Waldorf, a.k.a. Leighton Meester. She has really fascinated me because I remember as Gossip Girl ended, everybody was like, okay, who's going to be the breakout star after this? And I think the biggest star of the show, I think everyone would say, has been Blake Lively. Um, Obviously, Penn Badgley is doing well with The You Show on Netflix, but I feel like nobody else has really thrived. There's a reason for Ed Westwick not thriving, which we'll get into after this. Um, And no shade to Taylor Momsen, but I feel like The Pretty Reckless isn't really like a a nationwide selling out arenas type of band. But I was always curious about Leighton because I was like, she seems like a great actress. She is so gorgeous. And it seemed like she was working on a couple of projects after Gossip Girl ended. I remember she was in that movie it's like a thriller horror movie that i watched called like the roommate it might be called that and she was like somebody's roommate and she like single white female somebody um and it was so funny because you had seen her as blair waldorf this like preppy bitch on the upper east side and to see her as the villain in a thriller if you're ever looking for like a campy movie and it's raining on a friday and you don't want to go out and you just want to make some popcorn watch the roommate if that's what it is called Honestly, like after I film this, I might like make some popcorn and rewatch it. It was just like campy fun. Okay, so a couple years ago, I ended up reading an article about her family life, and she has an absolutely crazy, crazy family life starting in childhood. So she was actually born in prison. So Leighton Meester's mother and her boyfriend, who is Leighton Meester's father, ended up in jail in 1983. Um, They were arrested for smuggling marijuana out of Jamaica. And they had like a ring of people who were doing this. The other people in the ring were also Leighton Meester's aunt and her grandfather on her mom's side. So she was in prison in 1983. Then three years later in 1986, Lee and Meester was born. She was, you know, she was taken to a hospital and her mom still had 16 months left of her sentence. So after she was born, she was then in custody of her grandmother until her mom was released. Her mom came out of prison. She got divorced from her father and they just grew up really, really poor. Um, you know, Lee and Meester has only ever said good things about her childhood. You know, just saying that even though we were poor, like I was happy and things like that. So She's also very sweet about the comments she makes. She said before, my mom lived through a lot before I was born, and I can't judge her on that. She and my dad are good people. Which I think, by the way, there's something about that sentence that just... I, The word, I love the word grace, not just as a name, but just, just the concept of it, like giving grace to other people. I think especially... If you've seen any of my TikToks, you know that I'm very, very anti-cancel culture. I'm big on grace, and I really like that sentence. She lived through a lot before I was born, and I can't judge her on that, which I think is just an interesting perspective to have on it. So they were poor, so she got into modeling at a young age, and she would book jobs at places like The Limited 2. I always wanted to shop there as a kid, wasn't allowed. Anyway, um, and Ralph Lauren. So... Then she relocated to New York. Um, it was still pretty expensive. She was struggling, but then she just put kind of everything she had into her acting career. And now we know her as Blair from Gossip Girl. 
So she started getting big in the acting world. She started having success. Money started coming in. And she was supporting her mother and her brother. But then there was like all of this drama where she found out that her mom wasn't using the money that she gave her for like good reasons. And I think she was stealing some of the brother's money for herself. So Leighton ended up cutting her off. By the way, Leighton or Leighton? Hold on. I need to YouTube it because I'm so sorry if I've been saying it wrong this whole time. Leighton, Mr. Me. Leighton. Leighton. Oh my god. Guys, I am sorry. And I would re-record this, but I don't even know how to cut the parts out because I'm... Okay, anyway. Leighton. Oh my god, wait. How do you say Leighton, it? Mr. Me. You know what? Fuck it. I'm just calling her Blair from here on out and we know who I'm talking about. Okay. Sorry, guys. Okay, so Blair ended up suing her mom, and there was this big battle in court back and forth, and it was just um, it was just high drama, and you have to really feel for someone going through that. So anyway, that's a little bit of background info on Leighton um, slash Blair, and I will just be calling her Blair from here on out. So let's get into the blinds. Um, a lot of the blind items are one's about her not wanting to be famous and i think this contradicts a lot with the blind items on blake lively because you will see the difference but let's just say that it seems like blake lively very very much wants to be famous and blair um really is just not not super into the limelight so there were some kind of i always like to start with the miscellaneous blinds there were some blind items about Layton blair <laughs> going bald and saying that she started balding and has been wearing hats and hoodies as much as possible trying to hide missing sections of her hair i mean that was back in 2014 but it is funny because i remember seeing a lot of paparazzi photos of this actress wearing hats and i was like why are the most beautiful people in the world hiding their faces with these hats it always enrages me how Enrique Iglesias wears all of these hats when he's so hot and all I want to do is look at his face and then I made a TikTok video about it and people were like it's because he's bald in and I was like oop and I oop okay so Leighton no guys I'm gonna say it correctly Leighton married Adam Brody from the OC um, in 2014 they make a very very gorgeous couple and they've been married for a pretty long time especially by Hollywood standards there are so many blinds about him not treating her right and cheating on her now from everything I was reading and digging up I kind of got the vibe that these two were married that Adam kept cheating on her throughout the marriage, so then they kind of tried to make it an open marriage, but Leighton the whole time has been trying to keep the marriage together and make it more traditional. So listen to this blind. Um, this married former B-list actress, Leighton, um, has been dating other guys, and her actor husband never stopped dating other people. She wants to get divorced, but doesn't want the short marriage headlines. Then we also have another blind that says um, this former B-list television actress, Leighton, has been quiet the past couple of years. Apparently, she has been trying to save her marriage. She's been working very hard at it, but the same can't be said for her husband. You might be wondering, who on earth is this idiot douche cheating with? Because Leighton is obviously gorgeous and seems very, very nice, but... We have blinds about him 
hooking up with Amanda Seyfried. That's right, Karen from Mean Girls. So this blind says, these two co-stars got carried away last week. Our actress is A-list, mostly movies. Her co-star is an actor, B-list. Mostly movies with a girlfriend who was all about the hit, blah, 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 blah. Sorry, there's like so many riddles. I'm just going to skip the riddle part. The co-stars hooked up. They got excited about the release of their project. Hopefully the A-lister will not go her usual stalker route and her hookup can go back to being his girlfriend with no one the wiser. So that was about Amanda Seyfried, Adam Brody, and Leighton Meester. And Adam and Amanda were on two movies together. They were both in Jennifer's Body and a movie called Lovelace. So who knows which project that was that they were referring to, but interesting nonetheless. We also have a kindness blind. Sometimes the Crazy Days and Nights website will put out just like nice blinds about good stuff that celebrities are doing, which I like, you know, adds a little bit of sugar to all of the spice. So this is blind about Layton. So it says, I thought I would end the year with a kindness. Hopefully the world will pay it forward blah 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 this actress was b-list at one point she's been around for what seems like forever but she's not even broken 30 yet after a big life event which was having a baby in september this was in 2016 she has been spending a lot of time at home lots meanwhile her actor husband brody has been working a lot lots so our actress has been spending a lot of time alone Wanting to do something, but not really ready to return to acting quite yet, she heard about a program that tries to provide a great Christmas for military families who have a member stationed overseas. After so many years acting and singing, she does have a singing career, our actress knows everyone, even Gwyneth Paltrow. Apparently she talked the goopster into a very big donation and a whole bunch of overpriced gifts. By the time our actress Layton was finished, she had raised enough money and found enough gifts to provide a holiday for over 300 military families. She even managed to fly home every single person she could who had leave but couldn't afford the flight. For three months, this is what she did day and night. So it's funny, people ask me sometimes, like after reading blinds, which celebrity just left like the worst taste in your mouth and which ones left the best. And I have to say, Leighton Meester, and I've also heard really good things about Emma Stone. um, I just think that's really nice, right? I always think, I think everyone does, right? Like if I became rich and powerful and famous, like what cause would I support or what would I do with all of this money or what initiative would I kind of like throw my weight behind and then there's so many celebrities who just you don't see them doing any of that stuff so I I like stuff like this way to go Layton um and now we're gonna move on to someone who's absolutely disgusting let's talk about Ed Westwick Ed Westwick let's talk about Ed Westwick aka Chuck Bass Now, if you've been keeping up with the stars of Gossip Girl after the show ended, you've probably heard what I'm going to talk about with Ed Westwick, which was that he was accused by four different women um, of assault. So in late 2017 and also in 2018, there were four women that accused him of sexual assault. Three women claimed that he raped them. And then one said that he pushed her onto a bed and aggressively groped her breasts. And... With all cases like this, it's like so annoying and frustrating because I feel like people online who are a fan of his are like, oh my God, well, the cases were dropped and like, you know, nothing came of it. So he's innocent. And cases like this are just like always so hard to, and I'm probably going to put my foot in my mouth, but please trust that, you know, my heart is in the right place. Obviously, I know that there are women who do falsely accuse people of um assault 
that being said, like, I think the numbers are very, very few and very far between. Like, Ed Westwick has these accusations against him. No one else from the Gossip Girl cast does. I can't think of, like, anyone else. Like, if four different women come out about you, I just find it very hard to believe that they would be, four different women would be like, oh, now's my, now's my time to shine and really hop on this. So, sure, the three rape cases, um, nothing happened with them. But that's because the first two were dropped because of insufficient evidence, which it's very, very hard to prove evidence of a rape case. And then the third one was outside the, what do you call it, statute of limitations or like the time limit of how long you have to kind of go after something. And I also found this really suspicious. Um, His response, he made a tweet that he then ended up deleting, but he made a tweet saying that he didn't know who his accuser was. And then it was found out that he did know the accuser. So his tweet was deleted. Um, So all I'm going to say is that like, it doesn't prove that he raped someone, but it proved that he wasn't telling the truth about an aspect of the accusation which I find suspicious. And also, if you accuse someone of rape and it didn't happen, I'm pretty sure that you go to jail for a couple of years. So it's not something that people would, you know, do just to have their 15 minutes of fame, in my opinion. Anyway, so that's my take on it. If I got any of these facts wrong, um, let me know. Please let me know. Anyway, so moving on to some of the blind items that are more gossip-related and less horrific... People think that he is going to be proposing to somebody soon. There was a Dumois submission where kind of all signs pointed to Ed Westwick um, proposing to someone. He had been dating this girl, Tamara Francesconi. I've never heard of her before other than her dating him. And they've been dating for two years. And basically there was a Dumois um, post talking about him proposing to like a normal person, like not a celebrity. And I'm pretty sure this girl was... um, an influencer from South Africa, which, you know, I don't know if you qualify influencer as a normal person, but, you know, not an actress, not in the Hollywood circuit. But recently, in um, September of 2021, it said that they broke up. So part of me is like, oh my God, was that blind true? And like, he did propose to her and she said no. And in my opinion, if someone says no to a proposal, I think odds are more likely that you break up entirely rather than saying, oh no, we're just going to keep dating. So there's that. And like I said earlier, he was dating Jessica, who played the character Vanessa on Gossip Girl. Um, And this was a pretty interesting blind about them. It was basically saying that they were co-stars, but they were also a real-life couple. Their relationship had, at its core, drugs. They were both addicts. They would often blow their entire paychecks on drugs. They were known for hitting up parties and trying to get some with money and get someone with money and drugs to hook up with them. They would use the person's drugs and make the person that they were hooking up with buy more all night long. Then it says, when his female co-star was not around, the male co-star would keep up the same game, basically try and find people to hook up with and give him drugs. Anyway, so then I think uh, the blind says blah, 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 blah. Then Ed went out of town and Jessica decided to do the same thing and hook up with someone and try to get drugs from them. And then Ed found out and he dumped her via text and never wanted anything to do with her again. So isn't that interesting? Now, there are two blinds associated with the allegations against Ed Westwick, and they're also associated with him potentially being bi. So... The first blind says, and once again, I'm just going to sub in celebrity names for like the riddles, um, Ed Westwick, 
who doesn't really work much any longer, says that the only tangible thing he noticed from the allegations leveled against him, other than some form of loss of work, is that he had his girlfriend, he and his girlfriend now have to pay for their threesome partners, whether they be male or female. They used to just be able to pick them up from clubs for free each night. So that's interesting, talking about not only are they having threesome partners that they pay for, but there's a line in there about whether they be male or female. So then we have another blind that says, once again, subbing and riddles. Um, what BC TV actor, so Ed, is debating on whether to pull a Spacey right now and come out and miss the serious allegations against him, which might ruin what's left of his career. He's gay, but has slept with women to get ahead in the industry. More than likely, he'll apologize, go to sex rehab, and blame the producer who, quote, got him into this mess. So... I think that that's obviously referring to when all the allegations came out against Kevin Spacey and his PR response, which to me is the most insane, un unhinged thing that I have seen to date. He went, now's a good time to come out with all of these men saying that I have sexually assaulted them. I think now's the time for me to come out of the closet, which I would love to talk to the PR person who thought of that idea and just what the logic was behind it, because I simply cannot understand. But allegedly, that was something that Ed was also considering to keep on the table when all of these allegations were happening. So if anyone knows more about the Ed Westwick stuff, slide into the DMs and let me know, because I find him I find him very villainous and creepy. Um, and I guess I just want to know more of the dirty shit. All right, now we are moving on to the big kahuna. We are talking about Blake Lively, a.k.a. Serena Vanderwoodson. Who is she? Where could she be? Where did she... Wait, what did they say at the beginning of that show? Where could she be? Who she could go? And who am I? Oh, I should do Kristen Bell. You know what? One episode should be Kristen Bell and Dax Shepard because their relationship... I have never seen two people talk about couples therapy more in my entire life than Kristen Bell and Dax Shepard. And I... I think that I hate Dax Shepard, and I know everyone is like, no, 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 you should actually listen to his podcast. It's really good. I, no, I hate him. I don't know why. I hate him with the same way that I hate the TV show The Big Bang Theory, where, like, I saw probably a minute and 30 seconds of it once, and I was just like, absolutely not, never again, which I know is, that goes against my, you know, I try to be open-minded with things in life, but not when it comes to The Big Bang Theory, and not when it comes to Dax Shepard. Okay, so... Blake Lively. I did not think that there was going to be this much stuff about her. I was like, okay, she's been in Gossip Girl, like a few movies here and there. She's got that cute relationship with Ryan Reynolds. I know that they have, I think, like two kids now, and it, she seems like she just wants to be a mom. And she did that cute Vogue 72 questions interview, and she was like, I like baking, and like, I'm just a girl who likes to bake, and I kind of acted on the side boy was I wrong about just like this idea of who I thought she was and who the blinds reveal her to allegedly be. So let's take these blinds about Blake Lively in kind of chronological order because most of the scandalous stuff about her um, happens all after Gossip Girl. So there is a blind item about or it's not even really it's more of a public item 
but it's about Army Hammer and Blake Lively. So like I said earlier, Army Hammer was on Gossip Girl and then he was like mysteriously and very abruptly written out of the episode. And he opened up in January of 2021 about why he got kicked off. So he um, was on an interview of Watch What Happens Live with Andy Cohen and, and I think Andy Cohen was like, who was the biggest diva on the set? And Army Hammer says, let me just say that it was a tough show to film and I didn't end up actually filming all the episodes I was supposed to because it was so tough. And Andy Cohen was like, oh my God. So like, you were like, get me the hell out of here. And Army Hammer goes, well, it was also like, get him out of here. So then Andy Cohen switches topics and he's like, so who is your love interest on the show? And Army Hammer I feel like he just really wanted to spill the tea on this. He says that it was Serena Vanderwoodson and Chelsea Handler who was on the show. And I think I used to like her. I now think she's a bitch. Anyway, she she goes, oh, it sounds like she was the problem. And Army Hammer shuts that down. And he goes, no, 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 that's not what I'm saying. And everyone was kind of left with this idea of like, okay, he was kicked off the show. It had something to do with Blake Lively, but it didn't. And then Dumois uncovered that Blake Lively was the one who got Army Hammer kicked off of the show. And it happened during the Thanksgiving dinner scene. So apparently he called her an insufferable cunt. And that was what got him kicked off of the set. And he just like got into this fight with Blake Lively and started cursing at her. And everybody on the set was like, you're out of here. Then I kept doing some more digging because I'm like, Mm, yeah, you should never really call someone an insufferable cunt. But that being said, is it really enough to write somebody off of the show? I did some more digging throughout the blinds, and it says, check this out. Quote, it has always been assumed that the cleaning product actor, that's my favorite riddle, one of my favorite ones, so Army Hammer got fired from Gossip Girl because of Blake Lively, who played his love interest. Not true at all. It was because he hit on and provided drugs to the youngest of the cast, which is talking about Taylor Momsen. And I think with everything, this is one of those blinds where like, I don't want to say like, I love it because this is like a really dark and twisted thing to love. But I do love this idea of a blind coming out, you know, years ago and people being like, no way, that's not true. Army Hammer would never do that. And then it's revealed that he's a cannibalistic BDSM um what a bdsm cannibal i don't even know how to describe it cannibalism can't be part of bdsm can it i think it's either you're into bdsm or you're a cannibal anyway um he was assaulting women and also sending them text messages about how he wanted to like eat them like literally eat them their ribs and their fingers and i will have to do a full army hammer episode one day but whatever so knowing what we know now about army hammer i could definitely see that blind being true Poor Taylor Momsen. Now, I will say something interesting to note about this is that Leighton Meester follows Army Hammer on Instagram. She doesn't follow Blake Lively. There were some uh, alleged items about them feuding, which ended up not being true. It wasn't that they hated each other. It was just that like they were co-workers and they weren't friends, which I think is completely reasonable. Um, but I, I do find it really weird that after all of the cannibalism stuff, she's still following Army Hammer. So who knows? Head over to her Instagram and check it out for yourself if you want to. Now let's get into what Blake Lively was doing after Gossip Girl and what it seems like she was doing through all of these blinds that I've read is kind of just leapfrogging from high status man to high status man to high status man. So, um, oh God, who to get into first? 
she is rumored and it's rumored so many different times on so many different places that I'm pretty sure it has to be fact that she had a fling with Ben Affleck um, back when they were filming that movie, The Town. He was married at the time. This was also around the time that Blake Lively's nudes came out, which I hate to admit it. I did look at them. She does have an absolutely ridiculous body. I since then have read articles talking about how it's like morally unethical to look at celebrities nudes and I don't do that anymore but I will say I did see them and she did I mean she just looks fantastic don't don't look at them why am I even saying this don't look at them okay anyway so they were blinds about how her and Ben Affleck would go for car rides in between filming breaks and she would give him blowjobs in the car which I think is just um (laughs) If you're going to have an affair, might as well have an iconic twist on it because giving blowjobs in a car, it really doesn't get more cheating with a married man affair than that. But Ben Affleck is not the only married man to have rumors flying around him and Blake Lively. Check out, there's some random ones and then there's kind of more serious ones. So check out this blind about Blake Lively and Jimmy fucking Fallon. It says, this late night talk show host has told his friends that... Oh my god, okay. This late night talk show host has told his friends that he would leave his wife for this A-minus, B-plus list actress who is married to an actor. The talk show host has the actress on his show as much as he can get away with, whether she is promoting anything or not. She knows the host has a crush, but she uses it to her advantage. She loves being front and center. And then I started thinking about it. Go to YouTube right now and type in Jimmy Fallon and Blake Lively. Like, I never realized how often she is on there. And it's not like, I mean, she's been in a few movies, but it's not like she's someone who has uh, work coming out that much that you have to be promoting things. So I found that blind pretty hilarious. All right, then we have the timeline of her relationship with Ryan Reynolds. So Ryan Reynolds was previously married to Scarlett Johansson, which I always forget about. I don't know how I forget about something that big, but it just kind of slips by me. And it's pretty much alleged slash confirmed that they were hooking up when he was married to Scarlett Johansson and then they stopped and then they got divorced and then him and Blake got together for real this time because there's a bunch of messy items where they'll try to talk about the first time they met each other or how their relationship started and like wires will get crossed and sometimes they say it was on a double date but then sometimes they say it was on a movie set and then they say that they met and they were just friends but then they discovered that they were passionate about each other later and it's just like uh, come on guys you are cheating. So the blinds basically say that Blake met Ryan Reynolds when they were both filming together and they, you know, got together, they were flirty and Scarlett Johansson basically told her to back off and she did. So then Blake dated Ryan Gosling. Then she dated Leonardo DiCaprio. Remember that? I remember stalking the paparazzi pictures of them like no other. It was like, for some reason... Even though Blake Lively is like a young, attractive, blonde, model-looking girlfriend, I never really understood why they were together. Like, it makes sense. Like, she fits the formula of his girlfriends, but I don't know. It just never really seemed right, but I still found them fascinating, you know? Anyway, so then she went back to Ryan Reynolds, and then that's when they came up with this whole story that they tell the press where they were like, We were actually just buddies and then we went on a double date and even though we were on the double date with someone else we were just like we realized that we were the better match and then they have the story about how they took like a train together i think 
um, some Amtrak train from like Boston to New York or whatever. And Ryan says that like, he wanted to rip her clothes off. And he realized he was like begging her to have sex with him on the train ride. And anyway, it's a little bit of TMI. You should look up that story. Very interesting quotes from him. Now, another thing that kind of leads me to think that they were actually cheating and the story, the timelines are a little bit messed up is that there were all of these blinds about Ryan Reynolds himself. Um, now I feel like everyone views him as kind of like this nice, funny Deadpool character guy. But back in the day, there were really bad press around him, basically saying that he was like really shitty to cruise. He had a huge attitude problem and things like that. But he turned it around and he tells the story saying, yeah, I was talking to my wife, Blake, one day, and I was just telling her about how, like, I'm always trying to get a laugh. Like, I'm always trying to have people be pleased by me. And she said to me, like, hey, hun, that kind of sounds like you might have anxiety. And then he went to get it checked out. He found out it was true. Sorry about the horns, guys. And ever since 2017, he's, like, been totally nice because he managed his anxiety, blah, blah, blah. But that story is also incorrect because he did an interview years earlier And he told that same story, but instead of telling it to Blake, he was telling Scarlett Johansson about his problem. And Scarlett was the one who was like, hey, babe, you might have anxiety. You should go get it checked out. So he just like recycled the story with his first wife and did it again with his second wife, which I think, um, like, how do you think people aren't going to go back and check that anyway? Which, by the way, let me know your thoughts on Ryan Reynolds. I feel like a couple years ago, everybody liked him and thought he was super funny um and then i feel like he's kind of been going through the jennifer lawrence effect where people now are like shut up ryan reynolds and stop trying to be funny and relatable which i would love to do a podcast episode on that i just find it so interesting like when you get to the tipping point of oh my god you're relatable and we love you and then all of a sudden it's like stop trying to be relatable you are not like me. And I just wonder, like, what causes celebrities to fall into bad favor with people when it comes to relatability? Anyway, so we have a pretty good number of blinds about Ryan Reynolds not wanting Blake Lively to work. All right, here's one blind. We say, I'm going to plug in names. We have Blake Lively, who is not on the same page with Ryan Reynolds when it comes to certain things in their marriage. He wants a family. She does not. She wants to be famous and be an actress and a model, and before she has any kids, she wants to find her huge role. If it's a big enough hit, I'm guessing that she would leave him because she's tired of being hidden away and brought out for parties. There's also another blind saying, um, apparently Blake Lively bailed on a 4th of July party that she was invited to with her former co-stars of Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants because that party wouldn't have the coverage of Taylor Swift's 4th of July party that she went to with Ryan Reynolds. Um, And her former co-stars were apparently throwing shade about her. So I have seen a lot of blinds. I think, you know, Blake now, um, I would like to say, is a stay-at-home mom and not really working that much. But it's also hard to tell because with COVID, like, who has been working a lot? But there are basically just so many, so many, so many blinds about Blake really being, like, fame-hungry. I also thought what was interesting is there was a blind in Crazy Days and Nights about how Blake and Ryan have ghostwriters for their tweets and their social media banter. Do you remember back in the day, you could not do anything online without BuzzFeed being like, hey, 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 here's an article about the hilarious banter between Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds. And you're like, I'm just looking for a recipe for poppy seed lemon loaf cake. How did this come up? 
It's like you could not do anything without people being like, look at this hilarious exchange between Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds. So anyway, maybe that was ghostwritten. Who knows? There are also interesting blinds about them having a contractual friendship with Taylor Swift, which I thought was interesting because at first I was like, if they have a friendship contract, they're really not doing a good job about it. Cause like, I don't see any pictures of them together and I wouldn't really consider Taylor like such great friends with Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds. But then I thought about it and I was like, actually wait, Taylor Swift has promoted his gin and they have taken photos together. And also their kids are like really intertwined with Taylor Swift's music. Remember how at the beginning of the song, Gorgeous, a baby goes like, gorgeous before the song starts and that baby is um Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds child and then Taylor Swift also revealed the name of their baby and I think the folklore album James and I think like that's one of the child's names anyway so that's like kind of weird maybe they have a friendship contract either way Taylor Swift is getting like pretty fucking involved with the kids um I also find it interesting that they are, which I completely agree with this, they are a celebrity parents who are like, we do not want our kids to be photographed. We don't want our kids to be in the spotlight. I love that. I think Chrissy Teigen could learn a lesson from that anyway. But then it's like, you don't want your kids to be in the spotlight, but Taylor Swift is like putting your kid into every other 10th song that she writes. So I don't know about that. There were some blinds about her and Anna Kendrick having beef. They did that movie together, A Simple Favor. I love that movie, but then I'm also like, did I love the movie or did I love Blake Lively's outfits throughout the movie? And I think it was the latter. Um, And there was beef about them fighting um, and Anna Kendrick wanting her boobs to be photoshopped to be bigger on all of the promo, which by the way, you know, I always like to do a little bit of research to see if these blinds are true. And I went and I looked at the movie posters and yeah, her boobs are not that big. They photoshopped them to be the size of like freaking watermelons. It's like, I don't know how I didn't notice it before. Anyway, um, then I also watched some of the interviews they did together because the blinds said that the interviews were so cringe, but honestly, I think they just have like a dry sense of humor. I didn't sense any beef, but who knows? I also find, I also find Blake Lively not to be a good actress whatsoever. Like I will watch something she's in and I'm like, that was great. And then I'm like, or was it just a hot person looking good on screen, not really doing much. And I'm, I'll be honest, I'm satisfied with that. I'm satisfied with just watching someone hot be hot. Um, and I think that's what Blake Lively is. Like I tried to watch that movie that she was in the age of Adeline where she like stays eternal throughout all of the decades. And of course the outfits were great, but I was so fucking bored because here's the thing. She keeps getting older. So she's like this a hundred, 200 year old woman in the body of a 20 something. And she grew up in the olden days. So she has the personality of like an old person from the olden days. So sure, she's young and hot, but a guy's hitting on her and she's like, perhaps I'll see you tomorrow because I'm a little bit busy and I can't possibly be torn away. And it's like, oh my God, you're hot, but this is so, so boring. Anyway, I couldn't finish the movie. Let me know if you liked it though. Okay, we are, we are we're getting long here. Um, a lot about Blake Lively. I'm just going to end with one blind about something that she allegedly could be working on in the future. So let's all monitor this blind together and see if it happens. 
I'm gonna read it to you here. So basically this blind is saying that a comeback for Blake Lively is happening either on Netflix or Amazon. There's gonna be a show that she's the star of and it's gonna be called Lady Killer and based on a comic book. I'm already into it. Like I said, I don't think she can act, but I love to see a hot person wearing hot outfits and with a title like Lady Killer, I will be watching. Oh, and how could I forget Georgina? There were only two blinds about her, but like, what the hell? Let's talk about it. So one blind was basically saying that she was not making friends with anyone at Gossip Girl. She was dating a married producer on the show, which she thought like gives her reason and permission to be the biggest bitch that she can to the female cast. And for the male cast, she flirts with all of them nonstop. And she got Penn Badgley to get into a huge fight with Blake Lively because of it. And the reason for the fight was that Georgina, I think her name's Michelle Trattenberg, she came into Penn Badgley's towel, or sorry, trailer, holding a towel, and she asked him if he could unscrew a jar of pickles. And then at the moment, Blake Lively came into the trailer. Um, and apparently nobody liked her except for the married producer that she was sleeping with. <laughs> Which, by the way, like, isn't that full Georgina material? I kind of love it when characters are the same on and off. Anyway, and then there was another blind basically just saying that she tried to have a production assistant fired because he came into her trailer and he didn't take his shoes off. Um, just petty celebrity stuff. Okay, and now answering um, some questions that folks have written in. For anyone who wants to either write in a question or I have people sometimes write in and ask for advice, you can head over to my website, fluentlyforward.com, and up in the menu bar, there is a anonymous advice box, and it's just like a Google form that you don't have to put your email into to use, and feel free to ask me anything. So one question, someone says, this is an advice, but I'd love to know who is your favorite controversial or problematic celebrity? I love me some Azealia Banks, despite all she said and done. At this point, I also feel like Lana Del Rey is becoming kind of like a problematic fave. I'm guessing I want to know who to you is a controversial celebrity that you can't help but like. Oh God. I mean, there are, <laughs> there are so many. Here's the thing. Like Lana Del Rey, I find her controversial, but I like her music. And then there's other people where I find them controversial and I love their controversial content. Like Demi Lovato saying that, what did she say? That like, you can't call anything an alien because it's a derogatory term. Even if you're talking about an extraterrestrial and like getting mad at the yogurt shop, like that's controversial stuff that honestly, like I'm here for. Cause if you're gonna be controversial, I'd rather it be you yelling at a yogurt shop and trying to, not only saying that aliens exist, but saying that they exist and they, they wanna be defined correctly by humans on earth and that's what they care about. Like that is the controversial stuff I'm here for. Not the whole like, I don't know, like somebody did something problematic and, you know, was it problematic? Did it offend people? Did it not? I'm more here for the unhinged crazy. And that's what I like. This one, I, kn I know I would get torn apart on TikTok for saying it. I'm going to say Donald Trump. And I never voted for him. Didn't like him. I don't consider myself a Republican. That being said, does anyone else kind of miss the crazy? 
Like, I'm glad that he's not president. I'm very, very glad that he's not president. But sometimes I'm like, wow, we were entertained no matter what. And sure, sometimes it was a horrific type of entertainment where remember when he was tweeting and we almost went to nuclear war with North Korea? Mm. (laughs) Hmm. That wasn't fun, Um, but there are some moments like when he would just completely say unhinged stuff to like BuzzFeed reporters during the press conference where I would just sit there and be like, we are, this is a reality show. Like this is a reality show and it's not good. You don't support it, but at the same time, you're like, I can't look away from this train wreck, which I don't know why I'm like so nervous to say that because honestly, the question is, who's your favorite controversial celebrity and he's a controversial celebrity. I also go back and forth on Kanye West a lot. I've listened to some videos where he is doing like different rants and I will be like, oh my God, that is a great point. Oh my God, is he about to blow the lid off of the industry? And then he keeps going and I'm like, wait, ooh, nope, back it up, back it up. Oh, okay. And now I don't agree with anything you said. Um, but the rants are always interesting. Oh, and I don't know if they're problematic, but they are memeable, but I did watch the entire interview between Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly, and I was pretty high in bed by myself watching it, but I had this come to Jesus moment where I was like, they are made for each other, and I believe in true love. And then the next morning I woke up and I was like, I think they're a PR relationship, but in that moment, I was like, they're insane, and I'm here for the insanity. Like the captions that Megan Fox writes where she's like, Me and Machine Gun Kelly, with bloodlust and wolf perfume and a baby's footprint in the sand and a volcano exploding all over my tits. These are the featured actors, you know? I I just, like, if a celebrity is going to be absurd, like, I'm here for them being absurd. And I almost prefer it more than Jennifer Lawrence being like, I love to eat pizza. It's like, I don't know. I'd kind of rather you be fully unhinged and feral on Instagram because at least that's like entertaining. Okay, next question. Okay, somebody had an interesting question about PR relationships and conspiracies, basically saying that I know that PR relationships exist and they're real. In my teenage years, I was very invested in Larry, which is the theory that Harry Styles and um, Louis right? Yeah, Louis <laughs> from One Direction were dating. And this person says, it's difficult for me to identify which relationship is real or not because there's different kind of like gay celebrity conspiracy theories and it can kind of mess with your head. And how do you stop? Basically, like how do you draw the line between a conspiracy theory and respect for the relationship? And it's difficult for me to speculate on celebrity relationships because now I feel like I'm delusional every time and I'd prefer just not to comment. So There's a couple different points here that I want to address. First of all, I don't think that speculating on anyone's relationship is bad. Like, you and I, we are just normal people. Celebrities are entertainment. We can speculate as much as we want. Now, if you are going to see them at an award show and from the red carpet you yell at them that their relationship is fake or that they need to come out of the closet, that's not okay, right? But what we're not doing is um, we're just speculating. And that's like... I don't know, like, I completely understand you want to be respectful, you want to be morally ethical, and you want to do the right thing, but I feel like sometimes our generation kind of veers into this territory of self-censorship, where people will be like, I think that Taylor Swift might be gay, but like, it's horrible that I think that, and I'm sorry, and I shouldn't think it, and it's like, oh my god, like, let yourself breathe, let yourself relax, like, you think that she might be gay, it's just a vibe that you caught from seeing a picture of her and Curly Kloss, like, 
let yourself think that. Let yourself even tell a friend that you thought it. Like these aren't just because some corners of the internet are going to be like, you shouldn't speculate on that. And it's harmful to speculate on that. Like I used to do these fake apologies on TikTok where people would be like, I can't believe you read that blind about Leonardo DiCaprio. And I'd be like, yes, I need to apologize, not just to you, but also to Leonardo DiCaprio because he did see the TikTok and it did make him cry. And it's just like, it, it's not bugging these people. And if you and I are speculating on different relationships, I can guarantee you there's a YouTube video out there with over a million views about it already. And it's been on the cover of some trashy tabloid magazine already. And it's been talked about on news sources and PerezHilton.com already. And all of those platforms have a much bigger audience and reach than you or I ever could. So I think we need to stop just guilting and shaming ourselves over like, oh my God, everything that I say is like directly impactful and like could really hurt someone. And it could if you said it to Harry Styles' face, but like we're never going to have the opportunity to do that. And if you did, I would advise don't say that, you know, just be polite. So I think speculation is fine. And I also honestly get a little bit, not what's the word? I just get a little bit suspicious when people are like, you shouldn't speculate on people's sexuality and like, how dare you say that they're gay? And I'm like, I never said gay was bad. You kind of implied it, but I never said that, you know, it's, I don't know. It's just the nature of speculation. And everyone thinks that um, conspiracy theories are crazy until they come out to be true. And that's just like the life of being a conspiracy theorist. I will say I've been into conspiracy theories for a long time and you definitely do. I know exactly the feeling you're talking about. Like you definitely hit a point where you're like, am I going crazy? Can I trust anything? Is the media lying to me? Is Hollywood lying to me? Are pure relationships a lie? Is anything real? And my advice would be just stick into the theories that seem fun. If you're looking into a conspiracy theory and you're having fun discovering it and watching a documentary and maybe you and a coworker are talking about like, do mermaids exist or um, is Nick Jonas secretly gay or something like that? If it's fun, talk about it. If it's like stressing you out, just leave it to the wind and focus on something else. Um, So that would be my advice, but I totally get what you're saying. And the other day I made a bunch of different TikToks. I think one about... Uh, There was a blind about Lil Nas X saying that he wasn't gay. I didn't agree with that, but I made a video about it. Then I talked about Taylor Swift and Carly Kloss. And then I talked about someone else that I thought was gay. And I was like, I need to tone down this content because people are going to think I am just a conspiracy theorist who calls everyone in Hollywood gay. And like, (laughs) I swear it really only is specific couples that I believe that. Um, That being said, slide into my DMs and let me know what the best Larry conspiracy theory resources are, because I would love to talk about that one in a different episode. Okay, that is everything for today. Thank you guys so much for listening. And like I said, if you want to drop in any questions for next week's episode, just go to fluentlyforward.com and you can ask me for advice or really drop in any suggestions in that box there. So thank you guys for listening and I will see you next week.